Welcome to the Think Digital Podcast. I am your host, Justin Wise. I'm a former pastor, a business owner, plus my most important job, loving father and husband. I help you integrate your faith to maximize your profit, find financial freedom, and navigate the tension between business and faith. Keep your faith, grow your profit. Welcome aboard. Welcome to the Business Pastor Podcast, where we help you fill your wallet and fill your soul. I am your host, Justin Wise, a former pastor turned speaker, author, and business consultant, plus my most favorite job on the planet, loving father and husband. Hey, I'm here to help you integrate your faith to maximize your profit, to find financial freedom, and navigate the tension between business and faith. One part business, one part faith. Keep your faith, grow your profit. Welcome aboard. Uh, so I have a confession to make here at the front end of the show. Uh, for most of my Christian life, uh, I thought goal setting was something for, quote, secular people. I thought goal setting was for secular people, those people outside of the church. And not only was this destructive and dead wrong and judgmental, uh, but towards others, but it also robbed me of the power of goals. And today's topic is around goals, specifically five ways to create goals that bring increase and abundance to your business. And so, like I said, most of my Christian life was spent thinking that goals were for those people, uh, those people who didn't have God or those people who didn't need God, because God was going to you know, supersede my need for goals. I know it sounds ridiculous, which is why I'm confessing it to you. Uh, and there's a lot of thinking that goes into that, most of which we don't have time for on the show here today. But ultimately, I can just say conf with confidence, I was dead wrong. And my thinking on goals really started to turn around when I joined a coaching program uh, called Strategic Coach run by a guy named Dan Sullivan. And when I got into that, I was got into the environment of seeing other business owners who had goals. And I didn't know their faith background, and frankly, it wasn't important. But what I saw was quarter after quarter, these folks would set goals, and we were also being prompted to set goals. And the folks who set goals always seem to accomplish more than me. <laughs> because at this time, I still wasn't setting goals. Uh, and so needless to say, my whole entire world got turned upside down when I started thinking about goals. And goals is actually a very biblical concept. Uh, Habakkuk 2, verse 2. Write my answer plainly on tablets, God says, so that a runner can carry the correct message to others. What's God saying here to the prophet Habakkuk? He's saying, hey, write this down. This is important stuff. And if you set goals the way that we teach you to set goals in your spirit-led business plan, then you can have tremendous confidence that these goals that you're setting are the ones that you can partner with God and go after. So I'm going to give you, walk you through uh, five ways to create goals that will bring increase and abundance into your biz. 
setting goals the right way because like goals are not magic thinking, okay? And that after I, I, I went from not setting goals to setting goals, but when I started setting goals, I looked at them like a fortune cookie, right? So God, here's this goal that I wrote down and now you go make it happen. Well, goals don't work that way. And we do ourselves our disservice. We do our faith a disservice when we look at goals as a magic for- fortune cookie. We actually have to do work to accomplish the goals that we set with the Lord. So again, five ways to create goals that will bring increase and abundance into your biz. First thing up, for, first way is to make them simple. Make them simple. Make your goals simple. Now, why is this important? It's important because simple goals get traction. Simple goals get are easy to measure. Simple goals get, uh, have handlebars that allow you to wrap your mind, to, to wrap your work, to wrap your effort, to wrap your team around the specific goals that you want to accomplish. But the more complex your goals get, the more difficult they are to accomplish. So make them simple, straightforward. The way that I think about this when I set goals is, could I explain this to my nine-year-old? If he doesn't get it, then it's too complicated. If he doesn't get it, then we're, I'm off track somewhere. But make them simple. I like writing my goals uh, in the context of a tweet. Can this fit in a tweet? If it doesn't, then I don't understand it well enough. And the more wordy I am, the, the less likely, and I've just seen this be, you know, be proven time after time, year after year, the more wordy I make them, the less likely they are, they are to be accomplished. So how, like I said, make them simple. If it helps, give yourself a character limit because it's not about the character limit. What it is, it's about the thinking behind the phrase that you put, let's say, in a tweet. If I go on and on and on and on and on and on and on on about a goal, if I write a paragraph, then the thinking behind that goal is unclear, which means the execution behind that goal will be unclear, which means that I'm way less likely to accomplish that goal and bring an abundance and increase into my business. So let me give you an example. I had a goal at one point um, that sounded, this was, this is the, <laughs> this is the actual goal. <laughs> Have a staff of at least three people, each who make more money working for me than they ever dreamed of. They will write a number down and we will build a plan and we will smash the plan together. They will have to work for me for 12 months minimum before we are able to accomplish this goal. That's not a goal. That is like a dissertation on how to not write goals. That was one of my actual goals when I first started doing this. Very, very complicated. So many moving parts. So many layers. So many things that could go wrong. So if I were to write that goal today, I would write something like, actually, that's like three different goals. I would write something like, have a staff of at least three people by this date. Uh, Second goal, each staff person who works with me will make more money than they've ever made before within 12 months of working with me. That's the second goal. 
third goal would be I want to have a team that's with me for 20 plus years. Okay, I'm just making this up off the top of my head, but that's how I would break that down now as opposed to that one convoluted complex goal that I shared uh, earlier. So the first way to create goals that bring an increase in abundance into your biz is to make them simple. Okay, second way, create monthly, quarterly, and yearly goals. Oh, this is so good. This is so, so, so good. Now, uh, I have a goal tracker that does this. You don't need a goal tracker to do this. Uh, I've just built something that works for me over the years. Call it my quarterly rhythm. And it's a sheet that I look at almost every day that has my yearly, quarterly, and monthly goals all on one page. And this is a spreadsheet. You can do this in spreadsheet. That's not the important part. The important part is creating monthly, quarterly, and yearly goals. Why? Well, let's start at the end and work backwards. Uh, By the way, yearly goals is about how far out I go for what I call tactical goals. So there's tactical goals and there's strategic goals. I'll get to the strategic goals here in a bit, but the tactical goals, I don't really like planning tactical goals for anything more than a year. Because I find that business changes so quickly, it changes so fast, that anything beyond a year, and a year is even pushing it, anything beyond a year is basically just a wish. Uh, it's, it's very loose, because uh, I don't know what's going to happen next month, let alone you know five years from now. So I'm not a huge fan of three-year goals or five-year goals. I am a big fan of lifetime goals, which I'll get to here in a second. But the way that I do this is set yearly goals, and then every quarter you look at your yearly goals and say, okay, if I'm going to accomplish this yearly goal, what are the things that need to happen this quarter for me to accomplish that? Boom, that becomes a quarterly goal. It's attached to a yearly goal. You repeat the same process on a, at a monthly, on a monthly uh, basis. So your monthly goals attached to your quarterly goals. This is this is like goal setting one on one. Okay, I didn't come up with this. It's just this kind of a rhythm that I fell into, and it works really, really well. The reason why I like this is because it all flows together. So my monthly goals are attached to my quarterly goals, are attached to my yearly goals. So I know that when I sit down in front of the computer or go to a meeting or have a team one-on-one or even have a dinner date with my wife or a brunch date with one of my kids, I know that it's attached to a monthly goal and a quarterly goal and a yearly goal. So you can imagine on a day-by-day basis, you are taking swipes at your yearly goal every single day. Tremendous power. It's the compounding interest of goals. So it's not enough just to say, oh, hey, this is my New Year's resolution. I'm going to do this thing. Okay, let me give you an example here. This is from my actual goal tracker right now. Um, We're working on a book. Okay, so the yearly goal is to write a book proposal and shop to at least three publishers. That's the yearly goal. So my quarterly goal for that yearly goal is to finish the book proposal, uh, finish the book proposal. (laughs) And then my monthly goals are broken down versions of the quarterly goal. So that's an actual goal right now for my goal tracker. 
And so I can sit down on a monthly basis and chart out what I'm going to do to make sure that book proposal happens. And it almost always happens faster than you think it will. Um, and then there are some goals that take twice as long or three times as long as you think they're going to. That always seems to be the rhythm. So I usually set about five quarterly goals and I burn through like three or four of them. And then there's one that takes forever for some reason. I don't know why that is. Uh, it's probably 80-20 at work. But the second way is to create monthly, quarterly, yearly goals. And if you're not doing this, you're missing out. You're missing out on the tremendous synergy that you could be having in writing down your goals. This is Habakkuk 2, verse 2. Write the vision down. Write the vision down. Make it plain so that the runner, that's you, can carry the message to others. So good. And I'll tell you, when I got into trouble with my team, when I burned out my entire team and all of them quit within like six months of each other, it was because I knew the vision in my head and that vision, you know, a vision needs to have goals attached to it if it's going to get accomplished. We didn't write those goals out. I did not take the time to write those goals out. So it wasn't plain to everybody. It wasn't clear. It wasn't concise. It wasn't crisp. So they couldn't run with it. Super important. Uh, so third way to create goals that bring abundance and blessing and increase into your business is to look at them daily. Oh my goodness. So for a long, long time, I, uh, you can still see this list of goals, by the way, if you go to justinwise.net forward slash goals. For the longest time, I wrote this list of goals that you can see if you want. There's 46 of them. And I just left it there. I didn't do anything with it. I didn't look at them. I didn't uh, consult them. I just thought, hey, this is fortune cookie thinking is what I call it. I'm going to write these goals and God's going to bless them and magically they're going to come to pass. I heard some podcast somewhere saying Lou Holtz did this. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to try it. I read all these books that say think and grow rich, which by the way is a pile of trash. <laughs> That's a different topic for a different day. I think Napoleon Hill gets a few things right in that book, but for the most part, I'm scratching my head through that book thinking, this guy is a lunatic. Anyway, looking at them daily, there's no magic in looking at them daily, but what gets measured gets managed, right? You've heard that before. And looking at your goals daily is a, is a small kind of uh, uh, component of managing your goals. So get them in front of you. Look at them. Uh, you know, you know, get really familiar and comfortable with these goals. Um, I do this in my spirit-led business plan, where my goals are seen daily, and in, in most cases, I'm writing down one to three goals. I learned this from Grant Cardone. I write down one to three of those goals in my spirit-led business plan, with my hand and a pen, a pen and paper in my journal. Uh, and there's brain science behind this. I don't want to get into it, but there's a there's something metaphysical that happens when you actually write. Same thing with speaking, talking out loud. We'll get to that here in a second. But it connects to part of your brain that you know you don't necessarily get from just reading. So I consider looking at your goals daily, meaning reading them, that's bare minimum, but also choosing one to three of them and then literally writing them out. Writing them down, even though you just saw it on a piece of paper or on a, you know, your spirit led business plan, 
on a, a Google Doc, you write them out because it makes it real. It pulls it out of kind of this digital world and pulls it into the real world. And that does something to your brain. <laughs> so look at them daily. Super important. And when I say daily, I mean daily. You don't need to get obsessive or legalistic about this, but looking at them frequently. I happen to go through my spirit-led business plan on a daily basis, so it's easy for me to see them. Um, that's the third way. Fourth way is to say them out loud. There's something called the speech act theory. And the big picture kind of concept of the speech act theory is what we speak comes to pass. What we speak creates reality. What we speak creates our world. And we see this happening in the pages of scripture, right? We see this happening in Genesis when God says, let there be light. That's the speech act theory in, in motion. We speak with our words and the world around us conforms to the words that we speak. This is a freaking trip. We see Jesus doing this when he speaks to the storm says, be still. His words create a reality. And I don't know how this works, okay? I think it probably has to do with something on the quantum level, and I'm not making that up, <laughs> where the words that we speak, the quantum particles hear the words somehow and respond, shape our reality, our physical reality, our emotional reality, our spiritual reality, this is not woo-woo thinking. There's, there's quantum science and quantum physics that back this up. A quantum particle knows when it's being observed, basically. It knows, it's like Santa Claus. It knows when you're sleeping. It knows when you're awake. It knows if you've been bad or good. It's a trip when you start studying quantum physics. Now, I'm not saying that that's what's happening, but that's my theory. How does that relate to goals? Well, you have to say them out loud. Say them out loud. This creates a reality. This creates a rhythm. This creates, uh, this is the speech act theory in play. And I'll tell you, like when I, start, when I started doing this, number one, it felt really weird. <laughs> if you've never done this before, I'm going to tell you right now, straight away. In the, the first couple times you do this, you're going to be like, I probably sound like a psychopath. So just lock yourself in a room. Uh, you know, I still cannot do this with an earshot of my family. Um, it's probably just a hang up I need to get over, but lock yourself in a room. Just do it. <laughs> just do it. So you've got your goals written down. If you've got them in your spirit led business plan, it makes it even easier. Write them down, but say them aloud. So I will do this literally, like I said, every single day. For instance, uh, I'm trying to pull one up here. Um, I will say something like, okay, here's one right now in my spirit led business plan. We will move into our dream home on an acreage in the Iowa countryside by December 31st, 2022. That's me. I say that almost every single day. That's a real goal for my real, real spirit led business plan. And I say that, speak that aloud and Am I suggesting that this is magic thinking? No, I still got to work. Like I got to bust my ass to make sure that happens. Okay. But there's also, you cannot discount the fact that there is something intangible 
that happens when we speak what we want to have happen. Again, I don't know how it all works, but I know that it does work. Just because I don't know how it works doesn't mean that it doesn't work. And that here's the other side of that, though. Does that mean that every goal that you speak out loud is going to come to pass? No. Remember, this is not magic thinking. I've had plenty of goals that I say and look at on a daily basis that doesn't come to pass. But what I am saying is that the more I do this, the better I get at, number one, setting goals. And the more frequently and the better goals I set, the more frequently I hit those goals. So this all works together. So it's all synergistic. So certainly look at them. That's kind of like the one-two punch. Third way, look at them daily. Fourth way, say them out loud. Fifth way. Fifth way to create goals that bring abundance and increase into your business. Don't forget to create lifetime or what I call legacy goals. Lifetime or legacy goals. And this is what I was talking about earlier. These are strategic goals. These are not tactical goals. Okay. But these are goals that I want to accomplish in my lifetime. When those are going to occur, not quite sure. But these are goals that before the day I'm dead, before the day I turn back into dust and ashes, I want to accomplish these legacy goals. And the irony is some of them won't actually come to fruition until after I'm dead. (laughs) But I will know that I've done everything I can to make sure those things happen. So one of those goals, for example, would be to, uh, my wife and I sat down, Carrie and I sat down and we said, okay, what are some lifetime legacy goals that we want to accomplish? And so we set a list. And one of those goals was leave each kid at least a million bucks. So we have three kids. If you do the math, that's three million bucks, a million bucks to each kid. How we got to make sure that happens. And so let me tell you the thought process. And this is why, again, I think writing goals down is so important and also speaking them aloud because it unlocks creativity. Because I remember when I set this goal, I was like, man, I got no clue how I'm going to do this. But that's not the point point isn't to try and figure it out right away. The point is to set the goal. Then the path appears. I know that sounds trite, but it's true. I'm okay with trite if it's true. Uh, so started, you know, writing this down, looking at the speaking it. And then we came across a financial strategy that allowed us to basically say, Hey, we're going to purchase life insurance, that life insurance, um, can do a bunch of different cool things. But one of the things that we know that we know that we know is that there's a guaranteed death benefit. We take out a certain number of policies on ourselves. Those policies have a numerical value attached to them. Boom. We know that when we die, each kid will get at least a million bucks. So that may be TMI for some of you, but I wanted to show you how this comes into play on a granular level. So how we accomplished it wasn't important. The fact that we accomplished that and we already know it's done is huge. It's massive. Now we're still building on that and that was accomplished, you know, a couple of years ago. Uh, we're still building on that foundation and doing a lot of cool different stuff. And 
making it so eventually, you know, my new goal is now to have that liquid. Um, got a ways to go for that. But point being is when you set legacy or lifetime goals, you really start to see number one, some of these goals can be accomplished a lot sooner than you might think, even though there's no definitive timetable. And number two, it unlocks creativity to accomplish those goals. And here's what I want you guys to know. So those are the those are the five different ways. Okay. Five different ways are just as a recap is to make them simple, make your goals simple. Second way is to create monthly, quarterly, and yearly goals. Third way is to look at them daily. Fourth way is to say them out loud. Fifth way is to create lifetime or what I call legacy goals. That way, it's going to bring blessing, increase abundance into your business. You'll be filling your wallet and filling your soul the whole time. And I want you to know that you deserve to have goals. You deserve it. Your business deserves it. You deserve it. You have a right to have goals. Uh, you know, I wish someone would have told me that earlier. <laughs> because the subtle impression I got was in certain kind of Christian spheres was that if you set goals, you're somehow unfaithful. I don't get it. I don't know why that is. Uh, but you deserve to have goals. And you're going to be, if you've never done it before, you're going to need to have, it's going to take a while to get the rhythm down. You'll you'll have goals that are way too wordy, way too outlandish. But that's okay. you got to start somewhere. But you deserve it. You have a right to do this. Your business deserves it. And you deserve it. Just remember Habakkuk 2, verse 2. This is scriptural. Okay, write the vision down. Make it plain. And the context here is God is giving the prophet a vision. So get with God and get your vision. Then write it down and write goals down to help you accomplish that vision. So the runner can carry the message to others. Okay, folks. That's going to do it for today. If you would, please go and rate and review this podcast, the Business Pastor Podcast. It helps out way more than you think it would. Uh, it helps please our algorithmic robot overlords who push this <laughs> podcast higher in the news feed. The more you rate and review, the more people can hear this content and fill their wallets and fill their souls at the same time. All right, we'll be back next week. Justin Wise here with you on the Business Pastor Podcast. Brand new episode coming at you. In the meantime, have fun, stay safe, and we'll see you online. Bye-bye, everybody.